Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Banderwell. I appreciate you joining me again today on this Monday morning, beginning of a new work week. This chapter day journey finds us in Genesis chapter 28. And I picked out two groups of two verses. The first one was verses 8 and 9, which says, Esau then realized how displeasing the Canaanite women were to his father Isaac. So he went to Ishmael and married Mahalath, the sister of Nebaioth, and the daughter of Ishmael, son of Abraham, in addition to the wives he already had. Then later in the chapter, verses 20 through 22, it says, Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey I'm taking, will give me food to eat and clothes to wear so that I return safely to my father's household, then the Lord will be my God, and this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house, and of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. Today's podcast is entitled, Me and Messy Family. I've written a couple of posts recently in which I touched on the fact that the Bible really doesn't specify any type of ritual or tradition around marriage. In fact, the closest it gets is right there in the second chapter of the great story. It says, a man will leave his father and mother, be united to his wife, and the two become one flesh. Now, as I've meditated on this over the years, I've come to observe that the focus is almost always on the two becoming one. But rarely do we think about or discuss the prerequisite, which is the leaving of the parents, which happens for both spouses, even though it only specifies the male in the text. In today's chapter, we find the twin brothers, Esau and Jacob, on divergent paths. Esau is already married to two Hittite women who have brought chaos and conflict within the family system, having been cheated out of his birthright and blessing by his twin brother and mother, Esau is understandably bitter, realizing how much his parents hate his wives. Esau decides to double down, marry two more Hittite women, and bring even more disruption into the family system. Jacob, on the other hand, goes into exile with his mother's family in order to find a wife from within the tribe. While on his way, Isaac meets God in a dream, receives the blessing God gave his grandfather and father, and he chooses in. He makes a vow to follow and worship God and embraces Abraham's covenant. So, welcome to the mess. There was a specific stage in my own life journey when I thought long and hard about what it meant to be my own person, establish my own house, and separate from the family system of my childhood. I made a couple of key discoveries during this stage of my life. First, it's hard not to play the role one has developed as part of a family system. I leave home, I do my own thing, I follow my own path, then I go to my parents for the holidays, and I find myself thinking and acting and behaving within the family system as I always have since I was a kid. Now, this isn't necessarily unhealthy, but neither is it necessarily healthy. I discovered that it was important for me to see it and work through it myself. Next, I learned that parents are part of the equation. Both Isaac and Rebecca played a role in the conflict between the brothers Jacob and Esau. 
parents can help or hinder their children's leaving and the establishment of their own lives and homes and family systems. This past decade has been crucial for both Taylor and Madison as they're in their own stages of establishing their lives. And it's not always easy to let go as a parent. It's hard to watch them stake their own claims and feel the separation that naturally happens when your child becomes independent of your system, the one I established and controlled for so long. I am constantly having to have talks with God and myself and Wendy about how best to bless our children by repeatedly choosing to let them go. Now, while Isaac, Rebecca, Esau, and Esau's four now foreign wives live together in the messy consequences of Isaac and Rebecca's own meddling, I have a feeling that 20 years of exile from that family system will be good for Isaac. He needs time and distance to establish his own relationship with the God of his forefathers, to become a husband, to become a father, and to make his own way. So in the quiet this morning, I can't help but think about my life journey. Once I was a child learning what it meant to leave home, to be with another, to be a father, to establish my own family system. Now I'm a parent learning to let go of daughters who are one with another and establishing their own family systems. It's all part of the journey with its mess and mistakes and chaos and crazy and blessing and joy and laughter and beauty. I just want to do each stage well. And I've learned that I need to give myself some grace because I am a work in progress and I want to progress. I want to bring more sanity than insanity to the lives of our children and grandchildren. I want to make relational choices that will allow for more health than dysfunction. I desire that I can be more gracious and less demanding. I pray that I can increasingly trust God with the lives of my adult children so as to avoid meddling in their lives out of my personal fears and mistrust. And with that, enter into a new week. Have a good one, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.